1: Pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, our four podcast.
2: This might be college football. Power has arrived, and we thank all of you for being here. Busy, busy, busy show. John is up next in St. Louis. Hey, John.
3: Hey, hey, Paul. How are you doing? You're doing great. Paul, anyway, this is going to be a a, a, a serious call tonight. I wanted to uh, call in and uh, salute a couple of real heroes. And this is not the usually type of call I make, but I want everybody out there to know I really have a heavy heart. And I hope everybody else does because I hope, you know, I, I saw it tonight on the news. About the two young men who lost their lives about 10 days ago off the Yemen. Right. And uh,
2: that's all I have to say. Uh, John, thank you. I'm glad you mentioned it. That was very nice. You be well. Billy's up next in Philadelphia. Hello, Billy. Hi, Paul. Well, this has been a serious show. You know, a lot of serious <laughs> it, uh, people are serious. Yeah, I mean, issues. I, uh, I it, it has, and I, I mean, I'm afraid to make light of it because it's it's so serious. But uh, I'm glad you at least gave me a second to reflect. It.
4: Yeah, it is. The reason I was calling was about NIO. It looks fair, but it's not. It's What it really is is a Marxist model that's what you have. You've got a bunch of lawyers, politicians, elect, elected individuals saying that the, pe- the, the, that the companies, that is the, the football teams, are abusing the players. And that's the way the Marxist model works. We talk to the people directly. Forget the guy in the middle. The reason football players are worth a lot of money is because the SEC and the Big Ten are worth a lot of money. They spent a century and millions and millions of dollars promoting this brand. You were right. You have a simple solution. Maybe one transfer is it, maybe two. There's a formula you can work out. But the SEC, the colleges, have got to figure this thing out themselves. Well, well Billy, the uh, let me right jo- now-
2: I believe the SEC uh, met the other day, and I think it's within the purview of, the, of each league to set their transfer policy. So I expect oh, something to happen here.
4: Good. I mean, right now, a pro team is better off than a college team because a pro team can negotiate with its players for one year, two year, three year, four year, but colleges can't do anything. They're in terrible shape and this has got to stop because they are the money machine. They're what consumers want.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I think there, there has to be some lead way, but to have an endless number of transfers is is really uh, detrimental to the sport?
4: But you hear all that you had a very good guess on the legal issues, and that scares me to death. You got, Wait, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I country. mean
2: that that's a very complicated thing that he talked about. But there's some landmines in those legal rulings coming up, and if one of them goes the wrong way, and they frankly they think they will, uh, this the whole thing's going to blow up anyway.
4: That's what i That's what I was getting at. The thing isn't fair. It looks fair because we're representing the people, the players, but that's not true. The value is
2: added by the big ten.
4: And you know the, the SEC problem and though, Billy. like that
2: because yeah. the NCAA was so uh, draconian for so long that uh, I'm not trying to say that uh, you know this is karma, but they they really the players had no rights at all, and 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 they're they're paying for it now. Yeah, I mean, the, the I, understand.
4: Is. I understand, but that's the way that's the way this thing works. It always yeah. happens that way. I mean, you can go back to the corn laws in England, no, it's I agree. always this way. They always overdo it, but you've got to come up with something reasonable.
2: Very true. I hope they will. That's all. Thank you very much. That's all. the schools deserve it. Well, uh, I, I was looking at the uh, Ohio State Collective uh, earlier. Cardell Jones is a member of the board of directors. And Urban Meyer is on there. Urban Meyer, who I don't know exactly why he left there, but uh, they, were, they were, in essence, glad to see him go. Um, he's now a Fox uh, analyst, but he's working for Ohio State's collective. That makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> Legend is up next. What's up, my black hat brother? What's up, baby? Legend, just another week. Can't wait. Man, I bought, thought I'd bring a little
1: lightness to the show. It's been so serious today. Thought I'd bring a laugh or two too,
2: man. Please.
1: Hey, Paul, I can't get over Georgia. They got Caleb Downs' roommate, Jake Pope, which we appreciate, Georgia. Appreciate opening up that roster spot. <laughs> <laughs> then they went and got Caleb Downs'
2: position coach.
1: But, hell, Paul, they forgot to get Kelly down.
2: That is, uh, well, I was about to say that's the biggest loss of the year for Georgia, but they actually had one earlier this year in Atlanta that was, or last year that was a little bit more more pain, painful.
1: That's funny to me. He got his, his roommate, his position coach, but forgot to get him.
2: Yeah, they have. Uh, what happened to Kirby?
1: I don't know. He slipping. He's He He's slipping. He What's really funny is all them Georgia fans had it out 100%. Caleb Dowd's coming to Georgia. That's all I've seen online. It's 100%. Had pictures of him in Georgia's uniforms and everything. But, hmm, got the coat, got the roommate, forgot to get the dial.
2: Hey, by the way, Legend, <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that uh, Columbus, Ohio was Tuscaloosa North now.
1: You know, Paul heard something today that blew my mind. I I should have known this, but uh, Josh Downs is Caleb Downs's brother. I, I'm a lifelong yeah, yeah. coach
2: fan. Yeah, you're right.
1: I didn't know that, but Caleb Downs now makes more at the University at Ohio
2: State than Josh Downs makes at <laughs> the Indianapolis Coach. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard from my Georgia friends. He got a pretty good deal. He got a
1: real good deal. He got a real. I can live with it. I don't watch much Ohio State no, anyway. I, I agree. I, I, I'd like him to. I'd like
2: uh, Caleb to. Uh, Caleb's guy negotiating my next deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I heard Urban Meyer on the board. You know Irvin Meyer telling him, do that, that, <laughs> you know that money. Pay that money." You know Irvin Meyer saying, "Pay that money. Pay that money. Get that guy. We can't lose the Michigan again. I can't go in there and lose the Michigan again." Legend, if they uh, lose to Michigan again, it's trouble, baby. They may have a new coach
2: there next year. Yeah, Bill (laughs) O'Brien. Bill (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien. Hey, that's the good news, legend. That's the good news. Is to see if Bill O'Brien can wreck three franchises in three years.
1: He can do it. I got confidence in him. Hell, Belichick and Saban could he win a title when he bought staff. No Ryan, they ain't got a chance. Even if he had Johnny. He had tonight, the best quarterback, quarterback in the
2: country and he couldn't win he, he couldn't beat Tennessee and LSU. Way to go, Bill O'Brien.
1: Way to go, Bill O'Brien. Bryce Young, Jameer Young, Jameer Gill, Davis Williams, John Messi, but no championship. Good luck, Buckeyes, with that moron as OC. <laughs> and I heard something else today that blowed my mind. There's now a dozen college quarterbacks getting paid more than Brock Purdy will make this year with the San Francisco (laughs) 49ers. It's out of hand, Paul. It's the Wild Wild West, baby. It's out of hand. It's crazy. Man, I would say this to the Alabama fans out there. Anybody that's a millionaire or a billionaire and you are an Alabama fan, Hey, get some money in the get some money in the Boy's pocket. Let's let's get involved in this SMU Mother's Day stuff. I love it. And come April, we're gonna come after all the players. Hey, Paul, did I hear today that Iowa was contacting Caden Proctor during the season when he was giving up sack after sack, telling him to come on back to Iowa? Is that what I heard?
2: I think they contacted him in the, at halftime of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the way he was playing. <laughs> he said okay, really? if I leave now I can catch a flight and be there by the morning.
1: So so I guess that's legal now. So if one of the player's running back has a fumble or two, I guess I can contact him and say, Hey, you come fumble at Alabama, we won't get mad at you. Is, is that legal now to do
2: that? You can uh listen, you uh I I, I now I'm don't don't hold me to this, okay? But I was walking uh, off. I was walking off the field at halftime, and I th- I thought I saw Cade pull his phone up and say, "Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be there next week." <laughs> he, he committed during. Don't don't hold me to that, because I didn't really I hear it, but I think it. I did. Man, it, I, it's by the, the way, I walked over that. to the only thing I regret. I I would I, I could have walked over to McLaughlin and said, "You can leave now."
1: Really, Alabama might have won that. the game.
2: We got a center, Paul. We finally got a center
1: that can stop the ball. Man, that was a nice pickup, the Washington center. Oh, yeah, that was, I, I, I trust that guy. Too. Yeah, yeah. So my, my
2: question is, uh, who? what position is McLaughlin going to play there? Because uh, Saiyan's certainly not going to stand behind that guy. Would you?
1: Now, can you imagine Bill O'Brien and Derek Jeter at offensive center? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need Caleb Downs, Ohio State. You're going to need Jack Sawyer. Yeah, you're going to need him. You're going to need him. Because that dude is going to fumble away your season. And if he don't, that moron Bill O'Brien is a guarantee to choke. Michigan, it don't even matter if our ball leaves. Bill O'Brien will choke. 30 seconds in the game. Opponent has three timeouts. You're in field goal range. He will throw three times and leave them with all timeouts. And Michigan will go get a field goal. They'll win. Love you, Paul. Let me say this Bama Rays! Bama bread! And when it's
2: all said and done, baby, legend will be Bama dead.
1: Legend <laughs> has left the build.
2: We are coming right back with an all star cast.
5: Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com Paul. Hard are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a health provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jet's Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast.
2: We heard from Legend. Is there a yin to that yang? I Man is next.
0: Live from the capital city, the cradle of confederacy, birthplace of the civil rights movement, final resting place of the singing, songwriting, country music legend, Hank Williams Sr., best known for his song, My Bucket's Got a $100,000 Album Means Hole in it. <clears throat> How you doing, Dick Paul? Hey
2: there, Very good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, good to hear from you as well. I appreciate you calling me and, and stuck no, me I felt
2: today. I felt like you needed, you needed some love, so we, we're, we're giving it to you
0: Oh, absolutely. I appreciate that. You know, I was listening to uh, that desperate call that you just had on, all that yee-haw and then haw haw ha and, and repeating itself three or four times. That's what legend does with a phone call. For seven minutes, he repeats three things and laughs. And he didn't give out any black hats. And I noticed he didn't talk a whole lot about the University of Alabama. He talked about everybody else. Everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the crisis that that that, 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 that 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 fan base is going through. What you heard from Legend is straight jacket material. And trust me, Bryce's Hospital has been in Tuscaloosa for a long time. They got straight jackets and rubber rooms from child size to adult size. One arm, one leg, rubber rooms. I mean, they, they are ready to open back up for services because this is what's happened. Your coach did not fulfill his contract. He quit. He used the term retired because it's easier to say he he retired than it is quit. He did not fulfill his contract. That's your first red sign. That's your flag right there. I mean, there's your flag. You don't wave it. I mean, kiss the wings, kiss the wings. You better kiss that waving flag. He did not have a buyout in his contract. And I thought that was an amazing thing 17 years ago when it was announced he didn't have one. And I said then, that means he can walk out any time. And guess what he did? He walked out any he chose to. He looked over there at that woman and said, I'm through with this mess. I'm through with these people. I'm through with these players. Although publicly he said, this is one of my best teams. I mean, look how they struggle. Look how they struggle. They struggle so hard. But they hijacked him. They pretty much stole the offensive coordinator, who is part of the staff. We ain't running in plays, and I don't run in practice because I don't have to run. His team was hijacked, and his fans booed him, and he said that did it. So now they're all straight jacket material, and they're complaining that the world is falling apart. Comparing it to something in England, did I hear that correct? It's falling apart, Paul. This whole thing's falling apart. Just because it's not what you're used to don't mean it's falling apart whoever that caller was, I mean, he was, he was scared to death. I, somebody better give that guy a pill and, and a shot and see somebody in the morning. Uh, Paul, I mean, your wife's a doctor. She, you, you better be talking to her to call that guy because he's going through a crisis. And I don't think Viagra's going to be enough for that crisis. <laughs> I mean, he's going to need some vagin or something because it's, it's falling apart. There's yeast involved in that, in that conversation. But, but it's obvious that Nick Saban, when he walked out, he left this team in as many shambles as Bobby Bowden did any of, the, any of these other coaches when they walked away. This team has fallen apart. And this is more than a fair statement. Everything I'm telling you is facts. I'm not, I'm not skinning it. I'm just telling you the opposite side of your optimism. I'm saying you might want to look at the pessimistic side of it. This team is in shambles. Had what happened at Alabama with the players leaving, coach leaving, and that kind of thing, going through these hires, at least 10 people contacted in this conversation to replace him because that's what the athletic director said. He said they talked to six or seven, and he had an ABC list. That's seven and three. That's 10. So you're down to talking to 10 people. you got a mass defection of of players going all over the country. And had this happened at Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Auburn, uh, texas uh anywhere the same the same atmosphere sits on that team because of the players and the notable players on all those other teams your Your coach left your team in shambles and you're still worshipping him you're going to give him office up there in Bryant Denny so he can be close because he he knows so much. if he knows so much, why'd he quit what he what he did? was he took himself off the hot seat and put this new guy on the hot seat, and this guy has no clue what he's walking into, no clue whatsoever. He's never – he may be a good coach and have a nice little record out there, but he ain't never swam with the great whites before, and that's what he's doing. He's never faced this kind of competition from the coaching staff, from the players on the opposite sides of the field. He's never seen anything like it. And I tell you what he's never seen is a fan base like this group he's just connected himself with. They're going to put his family through chaos. That's why uh, Rodriguez's wife said, hell no, we ain't going there. Because she saw it coming. She said, hell no, we ain't going there. So that's, that's what's going to go on. And, and now you're wanting to say the world's falling apart. Listen, because Humpty Dumpty fell off the, the wall and he cracked that damn shell, he's got yoke running down both legs. And I mean it's running at a – it's a double yoke egg on top of that. I mean, it is running, 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 and there's nothing you can do about it. And you can be as optimistic as you want, but you don't have any record or leg to stand on. I don't care if you got a wood leg and you're sitting on the damn table. You ain't got no leg to stand on because there's no record you can compare anything to. And he's here now. He's not out yonder anywhere. You don't look at all them other schools. He's just an average coach at best. And we've seen great coaches in the SEC struggle and rebuild and that kind of thing. This guy ain't got a clue. He ain't got a clue what he's stepped into. And I bless his family's heart because of the torture that that fan base is going to put his family through. And, and, you know, he stepped up to the plate. He's going to take that check. He's going to be optimistic. He's going to do things he's never done. He did three things in three weeks he's never done before. He found himself in the playoffs. Then he got his ass whooped in the championship game. Now he's in Tuscaloosaville with the criminal fans. And I tell you what, you take that 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 jacket caller and just called in a legend, he was about to lose it. Because, Paul, if it hadn't have been for you coming in like Tom and Dick Smothers and helping him through that call, he's going to start crying. And it was pitiful. You had to come in there and save his call because he's on the cutting edge of losing it. I mean, that Saban fat head done fell off the bed and fell on top of it, and guess what that fathead said, I'm the hell out of here. And so when all of y'all are sitting there and you know that I'm telling you the facts and I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything because you, know I'm, I'm, you know why I'm not sugarcoating, Paul? Because I don't give a damn. I don't care if that school ever wins a game. I don't care if they ever get a recruit. Never been a Bama fan. Not that I hate them. I just don't care for them. They're not my cup of tea. And that's really strong. Not my cup of tea. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Have a good day, Ward Dan eagle. And how about them Auburn Tigers basketball team? Go and fix and to go to Tuscaloosa and create more carnage because the entire facility is falling apart. It's falling apart, Paul, as we speak. You know it. I know it. We see it. And guess what? We're gonna talk about it for a long, long time. Or damn eagle.
2: Handsome Joe is up next. Roll tie rope, Paul. my Bob, and you know what? I just I just got reminded
6: somebody's off their medication today. I mean he's totally off his medication, Paul. And you know what? I'll tell you some coaches that didn't fulfill their contract. Harson, on, Chiswick, Auburn's loaded with people that never fulfills their contracts. Ayers retires, Theirs get fired. There's a big difference, and shambles. Hey, that, that was, This ain't the first time we've had players transfer. Even to Tony of older transferred. That I mean, we have players transfer out. You know, every year and we got something that goes pro. We just, we just reload. I mean, that's just. We're just Auburn's war daddy, and that's all we're ever going to be. To Auburn is just their daddy, and and they you know it. I mean, uh, I man knows it. They're ever our uh, fan base knows it, and they still can't beat Alabama. That's the bottom line. They make a dribble of basketball, but they can't do nothing with a football. So that's that's pretty much it, Paul. And I, I'm sorry I didn't call in like none last week, but you know, we've had this, and y'all might have had some too. We had all this snow and ice. Oh, yeah, the it, was week, a bad way. And, it was
2: bad for everybody.
6: And we still got some here now, so I've pretty much just been eating, sleeping, and getting out playing on the snow and ice. That's pretty much all I've been doing. And uh, power's been on and off, so I've been able to catch about an hour of the show a day i mean last week so i mean i've got to I, you know i missed a lot because you know trees fall and things. you know power lines go down and you know but i tell you what we got some good people that been working around the clock in this area here you know cleaning clearing the roads off making sure the power gets back on we've had water lines bust gas lines bust but you know it's all it's all good you know we always pull together and we always manage but uh you know they've been a good day i went to Tiggly the Roads is pretty much clear all in Red Bay town. Outside the countryside, it's still sketchy out there. Outside, you know, I get out on the country road. The town's pretty good, so I was able to go to Pig and Weekly today, got me some good homemade spaghetti, ate it, come back home and watch the full show today, the Paul Feinbaum show. So, you know, life's good today. But you know, I'm not worried about Alabama because, you know, the boar, I mean, he's yeah, he's he only he only finished second in the country. That's how good of a coach he is. You know, they lost one game, and that was the final game. A team that we also lost to, Alabama. So um, that's no that's no disgrace there. You make it that far, you know, hey, I think he's going to be doing good, Paul. He's bringing in some more players, and we're still out recruiting Auburn. So, you know, they can say what they want to, but we're still better than Auburn any day of the week. And come, come this fall, we're going to be – or this – yeah, this – fall late fall we're going to beat Auburn for fifth year in a row so they might as well get ready for it because that's what's going to happen but I know I'm going to try to make a day game here three three months I think in April I'm going to try to make it this this year just see what the team's got which you know a day game you can't really tell a lot about it anyway but still I just want to go see the coach and see some of these players coming in and Hey, Alabama's gonna be fine. We're gonna be rocking and rolling, and we don't need straight jackets. We're still you know, one of the top fan bases in the world, you know, supporting one of the best college football programs of all time. So, you know, our man can say what he wants to. I like our man,
2: but you know, he's, his bias is out there. But he's supposed to be. We wouldn't for Auburn. We wouldn't have <coughs> Auburn to beat. Hey, uh, Joe, we we're up against a break, but thank you very much for your call. We head to the break. Thirty minutes remaining, right here on a Monday night.
5: Must be 21 plus plus present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
7: You're listening to the Paul
2: Feinbaum Show podcast. Welcome back. Uh, let's uh, wrap up here in the next 30 minutes. Let's finish strong. Sam. I don't know why I'm giving a pep talk to the audience. Uh, Sam is up next in Texas. Hello, Sam. Hello, Paul.
1: <clears throat> I was... Uh... Wanting to comment on, uh, earlier in the show, you said that, uh, Alabama had a smart fan base, right? And I was just wondering who you think smarter, Jim from Tuscaloosa, Larry from wherever he's from, uh, handsome Joe or legend, because to me, you could add up all of their IQs and it wouldn't come to 112.
2: Ooh. <laughs> now you're, 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 you're putting me in a, in an untenable position to, uh, upset for my favorite people I, I, I understand I, I, uh, I plead the fifth amendment or the, whatever it's called <laughs> <laughs> okay All right. I was just wondering I just put ple- I plead the fifth sixth seventh and eighth and eighth how about that okay I, the work.
6: thank you hey thank <laughs>
2: you <laughs> this guy is gonna ask me to choose between my my, my kinfolk legend Larry, Handsome Joe, and Page 54? Just can't do it. Mike is up next. Hello, Mike.
7: Hey, Paul. Yes, sir. Uh, you hear me?
2: I can. You sound great.
7: Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm calling about Tua, man. I just feel like he's with a transcendent quarterback called through Alabama. And I got a question for you, man. Okay. If you put Coach Saban on truth and ask him what, uh, one thing he regrets the most in his wonderful years at Alabama, if you ask me, I would probably think putting in tour that game that he broke his hip against Mississippi State.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. And we
7: were up by, by 25, 30 points. because And, and that carries over to where Tua is now. That hip, you know, he gets his torque from that. And, and if you right. notice, no, think, I think he, he right. doesn't that have
2: was, that... Uh... I mean, I, I think he was able to escape that, but it was. Uh, I remember I was at an airport, uh, and I, I heard I, I got a text from an SEC head coach at the time, who was just outraged over that. And I, you know, I, when I went back and watched it, I, I, it was a closer call, but uh, yeah, i yeah. 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 so just but about That was a that. big. That was a big moment in time.
7: It was. It was because uh, Tua really was, in my opinion, probably the greatest quarterback to probably come through Alabama. Uh, no, and it's I, I talked to a now. number of people
2: who always said, of the four quarterbacks that uh, came in a row, he was the best.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. My second point, Paul, the new coach, man, wow. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I'm optimistic about his uh, philosophy, Offensive game plan and things like that. And I'm curious dude, as to what do you think, where do you think Milrow is going to fit into that? Because they got this big strapping quarterback who's supposed to have a bazooka for an arm. And, uh, you know,
2: Yeah, got to somebody. I think, you know, I, I think it's been interesting to watch. I haven't really heard, I mean, I know Milrow said he's staying, but uh, I'm not sure based on what I've seen of, of, of DeBoer and, and Ryan Grubb. Exactly how Milro fits right, right. into that. Well,
7: I mean I love the kid. Milro's a great kid, but the the ability to perform function one as a quarterback, if you got an application for a quarterback, the the first job description is gonna be deliver the ball accurately and on time to your receiver. Absolutely. And that fella probably ain't the best at doing that. So and I was always wondering why Saban all uh Preferred to recruit guys like that. I, I prefer my quarterback to be able well, to throw a ball. Well, but you have to ball. remember, Milrow, but, uh, uh,
2: I mean, he, he was a good recruit, but he, he was not like the... He, they just needed a quarterback that year, and they got him. And then what did they do? Oh, they right, immediately right. went out last year and, and, and literally landed the number one quarterback in the country. And then the previous year, remember uh, Ty Simpson, uh, Longren, who else was in there? Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. And they did out.
2: Uh, there was one more guy that, well, I mean, I don't know what the status of all these guys. I mean, there are a couple of five-star quarterbacks in that group. So I don't think, I don't think Saban was ever convinced uh, about, about Milroy. Uh, hey, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Let's uh, check in with Veteran, who is up next. Good afternoon. Good evening to you.
3: Good afternoon, Paul. If I could, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to all the doctors, nurses, technicians, home health aides, all the people that uh, work uh, in the telehealth programs uh, for the uh, for veterans I fell and uh, had a my injured ankle that I hurt in the army gave out a couple of years ago I fell my broke my ankle uh shoulder in five different places uh, Orthopedic surgeon told me he said it's hard to believe you can just fall from five foot six and break your shoulder that bad, but mm. uh, uh they uh, they they really help out and do a great job. I just wanted to throw that in there if I really really thank could, you. I'm glad you did, uh, Paul. What I wanted to talk about, I'm gonna show my age a little bit here. But when uh back in the day when I played little league wasn't uh, divided up into nine and ten years old, and I was ten years old and Everybody else had thrown, and they put me in. And after the game, the coach pulled me aside with my dad as I was walking out, and he told me, he said, "Don't let them see you sweat." Well, I, I looked up at him because I've been raised right, and I said, "Yes, sir." I had no idea what he meant, but when when we got in the car, my dad explained. He said, "You know, don't let them see all your emotion. If you strike out a guy, or you know, if things they hit a home run, you know, keep that even tempo." And it seems to me the part of the problem is and it's nil but not nil is the self-promotion and self-celebration you know we uh, i covered a football game on a couple of years ago and it's first beginning of the game a guy breaks through you know he sacks the guy he's pounding on his chest like he's tarzan uh you know and i know i'm showing my age but paul when i played you know, you kept some of that emotion in, and then if somebody, you made a good play, it was your teammates who congratulated. And it seems like that we're caught up in, you know, a, a college and high school, and all the way down, we've gotten to the point, and stemming from the pros, maybe you know, where it started all is that, look at me, look at me. And, you know, I, I don't you want know, like There There's a line I've you heard,
2: and I know you've probably heard it, and somebody told me once when you. Uh When you lose, say little, and when you win, say less. And there's something to be said about that. I'm really glad you called. I hate to run, but we are late on the break. But thank you very much for your service.
5: You're listening to
2: the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast.